let's try not to digress too much. Because mm. it's already I know. one in the morning. I digress. Yeah, let's, let's try not to digress. Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Not Your Average, a not family-friendly family podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Marcos, and this is my wife. Hi, I'm Jessica. And um, if we're here, Bubby Jr. Junior. is around. Currently, he is knocked out. Sleeping, yeah. We have to do things when he's sleeping. It's easier. Um, yep. He is sleeping real tight in his little sack in his crib, so. Yeah, safe and sound. So, we are back for another episode. Um, oh, I want to get... Another schmegular... Regular schmegular episode. Mm-hmm. And I want to get a quick clarification out of the way. Because on the What's on Your Notes episode... He messed up. There was a part where... Well, first of all, I'll say this. If you ever get into a podcast or recording and editing and all that stuff, don't edit while you're half asleep. Mm-hmm. If you're asleep, just do it the next day. Because there was a large chunk that I had planned to take out of the What's On Your Notes. And then I was listening to it on the drive home after it was published. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's still there. And now I can't take it out. And <laughs> it's... It's there fine. forever. It's fine. It wasn't anything bad or anything. It was just something I didn't want included on the What's On Your Notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you know, I've noticed as I'm editing, I've noticed how many, how many times I say um, but, mm-hmm. or um, or, or but, um, yeah, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to. Do I say a lot? Did I say something a lot or no? Not really. But I want to try to see if one day we try to challenge ourselves to not say um at all. Do I say um? Sometimes. But not as much as you, huh? Not as much as I do. I say it a lot. But uh, the clarification was... The actual clarification was that in the episode, there was a moment where I'm uh, talking about my thoughts. And I was like, oh, I'm not... I wonder if other people don't think as much as I do. And I'm like, hearing it back, I was like, that sounds very condescending. And like, I think people are stupid. And that's not not the case at all. (laughs) I think uh, what I meant to say, instead of thinking, like, I wonder if people don't think as much as I do. What I meant to say is that I wonder if people don't ruminate as much as I do. Like, and ruminating and what I'm, that's what I meant by thinking. Instead of saying thinking, I know everybody thinks, but I was wondering in terms of actual ruminating, in terms of having a bunch of free time and just sitting, sitting and thinking like actively thinking about things um, that I do a lot of because something that happened to me a long time ago when I was first in college was a, a professor called a bunch of us out because he was talking about how our generation can't is not comfortable in silence and can't go without talking and can't just sit in their thoughts. Can't just vibe. Yeah, so, and then he mentioned something about driving without the radio on and ever since oh, he I don't, mentioned mm-mm. that, I like driving with the radio on. Hell no. Yeah, ever since he mentioned that, I challenged myself to start doing that. So sometimes I'll be driving in silence, and then that just means I'll have to be thinking while I'm driving. So I'm like thinking about different things. I can multitask. So I'm, like, ruminating. I can, talk, I can multitask. I can think while I do other things. Yeah, For example, that's I'm what listening I'm doing to music. I'm well, I'm listening to music and drawing up or something or 
I don't know, fixing something like when I'm cleaning. I'm thinking while I'm doing that, as even though I'm enjoying my music and cleaning, I'm still thinking. There's a lot of thought process going on in my head. You don't. You would go crazy if you went five minutes in my head. I uh, promise maybe. you. Maybe. I have too I much going on. I in don't it. doubt it. You don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Why? I, I just don't. I just don't doubt it. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I don't either. You're saying if I'm that I'm crazy? <gasps> I would never. Say Says the that one that's like talking like crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to get that out of the way because I didn't like the way that came off as I was listening to it, and I started thinking and I started <laughs> ruminating, and I was like, oh, I don't want people to think that I'm calling you stupid or anything. Like, yes, I want- Mr. Know It All. No, but what I here's the thing: I don't want people to think I am saying it subtly. Like, if I want to tell someone they're stupid, I'll just tell them they're stupid. Yeah, I know. But I also don't want it to be like, oh, he's trying to be sh- sly about it, like shady. Yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ruminate. Nice ruminating, and that's actually a word that I not found but rediscovered recently. When. I'm on TikTok. I'm gonna mention it on TikTok, and ever since they mentioned it, I oh, was yeah? like, "Oh wow!" You're like, like "Oh word. wow, look at that! I remember that word." I like that word. In general, we usually stick to pretty common words, and yeah. we don't use like fancy it's... words. And the meaning behind "I wonder if people don't ruminate as much as I do" is different, mm-hmm. right? It comes off different. Yeah, and it's like a different action. Like mm-hmm. thinking is different than ruminating. It's like your thoughts are simmering. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. brooding on a subject, mm-hmm. right? You're thinking about it actively. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about all the other different things that go into it. Mm-hmm. I understand you. Don't worry. Thank you. Even though it does sound condescending, I understand you. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't mean for it to sound condescending. I know. So that's out of the way. Um, we're back for a regular schmegular episode. Regular schmegular. Regular schmegular. You like my you like my words, huh? Yeah. So we're gonna get into a titty talk. Titty talk. Then we're gonna see what we read on Reddit. Nice, okay. And then some what's on your notes. A small section of what's on your notes. Let's try to stick to a little schedule here. Yeah, because we're we're a mess. Let's see if we can talk about all three things. The thing is in an hour. We digress. We do digress. And that is our problem. We do digress. So let me pull up some Twitter. Oh my god. Oh. What are, are those just giraffes? giraffes? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> he um, just stopped and checked himself out on the camera. That is the so cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So we're going to get the theme song out of the way. And we're going to get right to it. All right, let's go. Yep. Oh, interesting. I want to see what that's about. Mic drop. It's about BTS. And about Jimin. Oh my god. Because he made a new song. Sorry, guys. Called Mic Drop. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. His new song is with some other um Korean singer. This is you. Oh wait, wait. We'll get to that. I'm right. sorry. We are and we are scrolling on Twitter. I already found stuff. Twitter's so. still around since the last time we mentioned it. It's still around. 
Um, it hasn't fallen apart completely. Nope. Hasn't melted our phones yet. Jimin. Okay. What is there to talk about, Jimin? So he's making a new song. Well, he made. Correction. He made a new song. Mm-hmm. Um, called Vibe. Mm-hmm. With, I can't remember the other guy's name. I'm going to find it because I don't want to be an ass and not, you know, mention the other artist. Although he's not who I'm here for, you know, Young And um, Jimin from BTS made a song called mm-hmm. Vibe. So that's trending. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, my God, Jimin looks so hot, blah, 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 which I already knew that. He's my second favorite. He's your second favorite bias? <sighs> yes. Or he's your second bias? My second. Because you know, everybody knows who my first is. Jungkook. Mr. Cookie. Jungkook. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, look. Trending Wizards of the Coast. Uh, I'm not done talking. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Rude. Sorry. But yes, you know, me loving that. And then I just saw the first post that came up and it reminded me of you. Because the first post that they're like, Park Jim and be like, singer, rapper, producer, dancer, songwriter, hottest man alive, all around her. <laughs> you. <laughs> look. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I just that's... think that's so funny. Yeah. So I I fully endorse people giving themselves titles of anything they've ever tried or done at least once. So if you've written a song, congratulations, you're a songwriter. If you've written a poem, congratulations, you're a poet. If you painted a <gasps> picture, a poet? you're a poet. Oh my god! You wrote a poem? Yeah, a few. You're a poet. In high school, I used to love writing poems when I was really sad. <laughs> And and um, Mr. Mr. Esperon, he was our creative writing teacher. He fully supported mm-hmm. us writing poems, and he had us write poems very often in the class, actually, about our feelings. Another top trending thing that um was going on in, is just mic drop, mm-hmm. and that's just well, from what I see here, the thing was Yungi, which is um sugar. Mm-hmm. Reacted to a little kid um, at a, it looks like it's a Lakers game. Yeah, at a Lakers game. Dancing to mic drop. Wow. And it's trending because it's, it looks, it's it's so sweet. Like, he's just smiling. How cute is that? Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Okay. What the hell is, is AO3? AO3? AO3. I don't know. Uh, well, a lot of people are going on. Oh. Apparently, it's fan fiction. It's a fan fiction page. Uh, they're going back and forth. It's trending, and it's like, it's back up again. It's down. Oh, my God, it's back up again. Oh, my God, no, it's down. Life no longer uh, life no longer sucks because it's up. It's back up, guys. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what that is, but whatever. That's trending, too, guys. <laughs> AO3? Yeah. Look, it says um, fanfiction.net. So, I guess it has something to do with fan fiction. Yeah. Oh wow. Fan fictions are wild. Um, baby, you don't have to tell me twice. <clears throat> I used to write and read on Wattpad. Mm-hmm. I still do, but not as often as I used to. I was there all the fucking time and I was there like till three, two, four, six in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would stay there late reading. Yeah. Because I would try to keep reading and you know when you read one chapter and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't want to stop. Yeah. Cause it's that good and you keep reading and reading and reading. 
I had never really got into reading too much too much fan fiction. My whole thing was like I like reading things that are kind of fan fiction related in the sense of like, but I don't want them to be specifically about one artist, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like when I first first started reading on Webpad, the first fan fiction I found was about One Direction when they were all together. And it was some girl that was living with One Direction or something like that. And she fell in love with, I think it was Harry. Can't remember. Because I wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. My thing is, like, for example, I read one book that it was about um, some girl that falls in love with uh, her childhood best friend who was in a rock band. I love that. Yeah. Plus, it's like, it's kind of like a fan fiction because it's like, damn, I would like to be dating somebody that's in a rock band. That's awesome. I don't know. I don't know if it's as awesome as you think it is. Well, you know what? In my head, it's awesome. I think in a lot of people's heads, it's awesome. And in the books, it's pretty awesome. I guess it would be awesome depending on the person, though. It's the same thing as in, like, regular life. Yes. The thing is that that lifestyle is hard to maintain, and it's hard to keep a relationship in that lifestyle, too. Yeah. But look, Ronnie Redke has been together with his girlfriend, Paige, for three years now. Who's Ronnie Redke? No, five. The lizard man? No, that's Andy Beersack, Bubby. Oh, okay. Oh, Ronnie Reich is the one from... Falling in Reverse. Falling that he used to be in Escape the Fate. Yes. Yeah, he's been with his girlfriend, Paige, who's um, a WWE mm-hmm. wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised because I... From the um, from the concert we went to, I, he really gave off... Douchebag um, vibes? No. Player vibes? No, what was that? He gave autism vibes. I can't stand you. I hope you remove that. I don't mean that disrespectfully. You do. Re- you mean, do. You do mean that disrespectfully. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but you it was do. just his mannerisms and his way of behaving that made me. <sighs> but he does drugs, so or well, he used to drink drugs. Of autism. I don't like you very much sometimes. And I wonder if he's on the spectrum, but he hasn't. He's told not. Anybody. But he's not on. But he don't. I hope you delete that. I, you're because that's not appropriate. How is that not appropriate? <sighs> Okay, and so is there anything else you want to talk about? No, that's it. I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, I'm actually pulling up a page so you could see him and his girlfriend. Okay. What I see that I find interesting is the fact that Wizards of the Coast, Critical Role, and the number one trending thing is the ORC license. And this is something... Oh, and Super Sentai, by the way, also. What's that? You know what Super Sentai is? No. Power Rangers. Oh my god. Power Rangers. I love Power Rangers. I hate you. Power Rangers was the bomb.com. If you can relate, let me know, please. Because Jessica thinks I'm a loser. It's something you're, oh my god. And I'm telling her. Bobby, we need to go to Ohio. No, we're not going to Ohio. In May. We're not going to Ohio. Why? Ohio is for lovers. So is Florida. No, it's not. It's for the old people Florida because they have romantic. pain from arthritis. No, it's very romantic because no, only old pe- only old people couples make it to Florida. Bobby, don't be gross. Old people couples make it to Florida. And if they've been through their entire life together, that's romantic. See? Look. Oh, shit. My fucking phone took a picture. That's her. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. See? I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Where's the picture of them together? Look at them together. Oh, look at that. You're so cute. cute. (laughs) 
How cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's cute. She has really nice tattoos, too. So, Wizards of the Coast fucked up. Why'd they fuck up? Wizards of the Coast is one of the, as far as I'm aware, one of the biggest toy makers. They're owned by Hasbro. Um, Hasbro, one of the biggest toy makers in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wizards of the Coast runs things like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering, the card game. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't own Pathfinder? No, Pathfinder is owned by another company. Oh, okay. Wizards of the Coast mm-hmm. created this thing called the Open Gaming License, which allows third parties to create content and mm-hmm. games and other things. Using their content. content. Using the rules um, and a whole bunch of things from Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. Paizo is the company that created Pathfinder, and they used the OGL to create their game. Mm-hmm. Now... Wizards of the Coast, in I guess in recent um, acquisitions and changes in strategy and, and leadership, maybe leadership and all that stuff, they've they a while back they said that the brand Dungeons and Dragons was under monetized, like they wanted to make more money off of it, mm-hmm. and now recently, like uh, I mentioned it in the first episode, but I think I may have cut it out, so I might have not made it into the episode. But I mentioned how they are going through an an edition change. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going from fifth edition to possibly six or five point five or six edition mm-hmm. of I remember. Dragons. And in in that process, they're also looking at their open gaming license so they can make more money because they are, are people who have made multi million dollar companies, maybe not multi million, but very successful companies off of the back of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Whether it be creating content for that game, purposefully making um like critical role add-ons. Yeah. Game add-ons or making money through streaming and ad, ad revenue of streaming their games like Critical Role. Although I feel like Critical Role is something that played a huge part mm-hmm. in how popular Dungeons Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons is now. Is now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't already know, we're huge nerds. Yeah, and I got Jessica into the dragons during the quarantine. Yes, you did. Thanks to Critical Role. Yeah, because I started watching the videos and right. I really liked it. So they started talking about changing the OGL. Oh yeah, people are having license. a whole issue with and that. And obviously, third-party creators who are whose livelihoods entirely depend on that were not too happy. We're not too thrilled. Um, I have some takes because from what I saw, it looks like they were planning to allow things to continue as they were up until you made over $750,000. And in my mind, I'm like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But Why then... are these people not happy about being allowed to make $750,000 in a year doing what you want? And are upset because Wizards of the Coast, the company that created the fucking game you're creating content for, mm. are saying, okay, uh, we, uh, I think we deserve a, a cut of that. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, I get it. It doesn't feel good for another company to come in and say, hey, I'm going to take money for, off of your hard work. Yeah. On another hand, I'm like, they created the damn thing that's allowing you to keep doing what you keep want. Keep doing what you're doing. 
And $750,000 is a lot. Yeah, but I do see in the... Okay, for example, I would see the third party's viewpoint in that in the sense of like, let's say, for example, it's a company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Critical Role, something. Exactly. Said, um, so then it's not just a singular person that's getting paid out of those 7000 yeah. you know, whatever, those that, that money. Yeah. It's coming... From yes, the company, but then it's the company has to pay all these other people, and all they have to buy new equipment, and they have yeah. to do whatever the case may be. For critical yeah. role, it's like they record, so they probably have to buy new cameras or something, or new pieces for stuff. And um, Matt does really cool, like little mm -hmm. platforms and stuff, like maps and stuff. Yeah. So I imagine that can come probably from the work budget too, because yeah. Those things are expensive. Yeah, I mean, they're th that's what they do full time. Most of them, um, only yeah. a few of them are actually, uh, as far as I'm aware, a, a actively working, working outside on other projects outside. Like, for example, um, what's her name? I know who you're talking about. The blonde. Ashley Johnson, yes. who is the voice of Ellie in The Last, Last of Us, Us. Mm -hmm. and she was actually in the show uh, Blind Spot. Mm -hmm. Remember the girl that had tattoos all over her mm -hmm. body, but except for the one blind spot on her back, she was uh, an actor on that series. Um, but as far as I'm aware, she was the only one who had like those major projects, and she was constantly like, missing. oh, and and um, not missing, but like Laura. Laura also did was in the wasn't she in the last oh she was in the Call of Duty Call of Duty Vanguard. Call of Duty there we go she was in Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, so they're like professional voice actors and all that stuff, but um, yeah, because Travis does he Travis did I think Travis did he Travis did, did the voice for Thor in the Avengers game, mm -hmm. and he actually did he was the voice of Thor in a lot of the animated shows too of the Avengers. Nice, yeah. Um, but they're just one example. There's plenty of other people that also mm -hmm. have had success making content for the game and they're obviously upset about wizards of the coast changing things up on them because it affects their livelihood and yeah like of course. you mentioned the livelihood of many people who they employ well that's well. the other thing too it's like if you think about it too you have to if, even if they own this company mm -hmm. and they can decide who what they're paying for who and whatever even then you also have to think about the fact that they also have to pay taxes for a company that they own yeah and also and I, the taxes out of the money that they're getting too because depending on a certain amount you also have to pay taxes back if you're making a certain amount so that means yeah. they're paying their business taxes and they're also paying their personal taxes from the money they're earning if they're yeah. making that much right yeah so then that goes they're paying all these taxes plus they're paying you mm -hmm because we used your content like i understand where the idea comes from because it's like yes we're using your content technically and you get should get a portion of it but i would say it would be like a small percentage of it yeah and now because at the end of the day they're like kind of changing it up a little bit yeah when i think about it further i see that a lot of the third-party content creators are literally creating new things it's not like they're they're creating, copy and pasting yeah. yeah they're creating new things to supplement the game a lot of times it's not like they're taking content from the game itself mm -hmm. to make something their else. own stuff. Yeah. Like, like the, the person like who the created people, minis. Yeah. Like the people who create minis or the people who create actual like um, dice. No magic items or items for the game. Mm -hmm. They come up with those themselves. 
but they they make it they make them in a way where they follow the rules of yeah. Dungeons and Dragons so that they're compatible with the game. Yeah. And they won't throw the thing off off balance. Yeah. But, Which is understandable. Yeah. But I think you know what I think a lot of times they could just not say like they really could just change up the wording on everything they ma- they they make mm-hmm. and just not mention Dungeons and Dragons at all <laughs> and just say this is for a role-playing game it's for a popular i guess but it's like i feel like then the only issue there is like they're they're advertising it because it is yeah advertising in the sense of like it it is you know for dungeons and dragons yeah i i get that that's what um that's probably what makes them successful and the success of dungeons and dragons is what makes it possible for them to but then again then they're yeah of course and then that the other thing is too it's like these people are also helping you gain more mm-hmm. attention because yeah. to be honest with you, I'm going to be completely honest. I hadn't heard of Dungeons Dragons ever until mm-hmm. you started watching Dungeons Dragons and telling me all about it. And I got interested in it because I never heard about that before. I heard about the I had heard about Dungeons Dragons a, lo- a while ago before as well. I think what piqued my interest the most was Critical Role because I saw them how they actually played it. And that was fun. Um, and the other thing is that growing up, what I heard or knew about Dungeons Dragons is that I knew that it was a group game. Game. So not having anyone to play with made it that it made it impossible for me to actually. Guys, not that he didn't have friends. <laughs> yeah, not that I didn't have friends, but no one that was interested in playing it. Or not that you asked them, because that's a thing. That's I another guess. thing. I feel like you wouldn't have asked. Yeah. Um, now you're more like. Now you don't even ask either. That's the thing. No, I don't ask. I just me- I mention it. I like to gauge people's interest in it, but I mention it. But it's also the thing is I'm also very not selective, but I'm very picky. Selective and picky is the same thing. But I'm I'm of the opinion that it that game Dungeons and Dragons is mm. not for everyone. No, it's not. And I feel like I understand if that. you're interested in it, you're gonna get it. Yeah. But if you're not interested in it then you're just going to drag the table. Yeah. You're going to be a drag to the table. Yeah. And it's like having a table where f- there's four people who are really interest- interested in the game and they're really into the game and then one person isn't, that destroys the whole thing for everybody else. Yeah, that's true. Or at least for me. And even if... And normally when we played... If I'm playing as a dungeon... I'm not playing, but if I'm being the dungeon master, I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I'm like, normally when we play, it's that you're the dungeon master. So. Yeah. And that's <laughs> um, the thing about Dungeons & Dragons, that if if you are the one who's interested, and you're trying to get other people interested in it, you're basically the default. You have to be, dungeon, uh, you have to be the dungeon master, because you have to explain and show these people what the game is. Yeah, and help them start up a profile, like yeah. a character and all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really fun, though. Like, I really I enjoyed so. it, and I... I kind I've missed playing it because we only really have one person that we consistently play with. But yeah. um, my best friend's all the way in Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we can play very often, and we technically could play over the phone, we but could. it's not ideal. We could play over the phone, and we could also like try things like um virtual gaming, like, like a Discord, tabletop. We could try also Discord, like but that you don't you don't want to try the text. Uh, text by play by post. So. It's hard. Not that. Hard. It is hard. I it don't understand. Not it's not user friendly because you haven't tried it. 
Well, either way, I would like to keep. I, would... I got a whole server of people into play by post. The server that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. I'm the one who introduced play by post to that server. Wow. Yeah. And it took off. Look at you. Yeah. Now I'm hated. Really? <laughs> not not really hated, but there's one or two people that there's like, beef? don't like me. <gasps> there's beef? Bubby, you yeah, didn't tell me about this beef? beef. Discord beef. Why? Why is there Discord beef? What don't, what? That'll be a story for another day. We've already digressed enough. We're still talking about Twitter top trending. Yeah, I know, but I want to know. We'll pin it and we'll talk about it for another day. I don't like when you pin stuff. Maybe put don't it on make your notes. me don't make me talk about what's been pinned. Put it on your notes. No, we'll you put it on it. your notes. Okay. Well, so oh, so all of this to go in a roundabout way of saying that Wizards of the Coast and all doing all of this pissed off so many people that other companies are jumping in to fill in that hole. So they're like, oh well, you know what? This communication leaked out from an internal employee who mm-hmm. said how the management sees the consumer. Mm-hmm. as an obstacle because all they want to do is get money right uh-huh. so they see the consumer having to please the consumer as an obstacle <gasps> so oh no someone said how you know how corporates always looking at metrics yeah the only metric that they have is subscriptions to dungeon dragons beyond the Beyond yeah. that they recently just purchased by the way wizards of the coast and D and Beyond were separate entities, separate companies. Really? Yeah. I thought that was, was one thing. Mm-mm. They were separate companies. And I think it was last year, Wizards of the Coast bought them out. Like, bought them. Yeah. Because Dungeons and Dragons, D and Beyond, is one of the tools that made it so possible for more people to start playing. Yes, because, because they, doing the even, sheets, the physical sheets, yeah, yeah. oh no. And even the, even Critical Role, they were constantly being sponsored by D and Beyond. Like during, I think halfway during their first campaign, all of their second campaign, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I remember they, they were, were the very it. first ones They'd that like, they were mentioned. And today we're being hosted or by sponsored our by our friends D and D Beyond. Yeah, I so D and D Beyond made it like a digital tool set for you to play. The thing because they it's they have the sheet. They tell you how to, to mm-hmm. how to set up your character like. It's super easy. They make it super easy. It, yeah. And then they explain everything. So when you're choosing your skills and when you're choosing all of that, and they explain everything and they yeah. explain the class that you're choosing and everything too. So mm-hmm. it makes everything a lot easier yeah. than you, for example, the dungeon master having to explain every single thing. Right. And also on top of that, having to sit through with every single player and explain what their character is going to be with whatever role they choose. Yeah. Um. But so they recently bought that out. Because before that, before they had purchased them, there had been discussions or comments by D&D Beyond talking about their possibilities of them in the future, either hosting sheets for other games or maybe opening up different websites or more access for their platform Mm -hmm. to be used for other games like Pathfinder, 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 Starfinder, all those other games that are not Dungeons & Dragons. Um, and And then they bought them out. Wizards of the Coast bought them. Now, in buying them, now they have a metric. Now they have, like, number of subscriptions. Yeah. There's levels of subscriptions, tiers of subscriptions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they this memo that was leaked mentions how... Do you have a mm-hmm. subscription? I do. It's not expensive. It's $5. Oh. Um, 
and but so now that they have that metric they're mm-hmm. go- basing their growth off of that metric so they were like well this is all they care about so you if you all want to push back on this new upgrade or this this thing that they're trying to do through the ogl open gaming license you have to unsubscribe you have to hurt like hit them with where it hurts them mm-hmm. so a bunch of people started unsubscribing the um so the unsubscription server started crashing it was a whole big thing oh my god so i think earlier today they released another statement how they were like oh you know like this is exactly the kind of feedback we were looking for you know typical corporate, corporate shit. emails and communications being like oh well you know we were trying to test the waters and see what the what the community had to say and we really appreciate your input and blah 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 but then they also wanted they were being kind of petty mm-hmm. so they also added a, uh, a part where like i guess they don't want to they don't want to feel like they're losing or mm-hmm. backing down so they were like oh yeah some people are gonna say that they won because of uh, because of us listening to the to the consumer or whatever but that's only half true because they won and we won too they're it's so like stupid. bro come on you're stupid and then and in this in this in the space of like this last week paizo who's the company that made pathfinder has constantly been all over the place being like oh well you know what like look we're gonna do all these things we're gonna do an open gaming um open like gaming a, license there uh, a bunch of different publishers now are trying to get together to create a gaming license that is just a fantasy role-playing rule set Mm -hmm. that can be used for a bunch of different games as opposed to a role-playing game who's just starting out having to use Dungeons & Dragons open gaming license. That's smart. So um, in creating this one, any RPG can use that kind of rule set as a basis for their game. That's cool. Yeah. So And then Paiso has been like being tongue-in-cheek and making comments and all that stuff and but I think I, I mean, from what I've seen, the thing about Pathfinder though is that it's it's it has a lot more rules. It has a lot has a lot of content, a lot of gaming options, and all. And it's I mean, it's great for people who want all that. But I th- I feel like Dungeons and Dragons, at least Fifth Edition, was very easy to understand. When I look at a, a Pathfinder rulebook, my brain kind of like gets jumbled. Okay. I didn't feel like it was too overwhelming. Um, Dungeons Dragons doesn't feel too overwhelming. That's the thing, that, and that's why that's why Fifth Edition is so popular because Fifth Edition has been. I've never, I don't know about Fourth, Third, or Three Point Five or any edition prior, but from what I've heard, Fifth Edition is the most user friendly because it's the easiest to follow. Yet. It's easiest for newcomers and all that stuff. Um, but something that I've noticed and what people say when they're talking about the differences between Pathfinder and mm-hmm. fifth edition uh, Dungeons and Dragons is that Dungeons and Dragons is very open. Um, they leave a lot of decisions and a lot to the, of to the person, um, not to the person, but they leave a lot open for the dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's a lot of um, not burden, but the dungeon master has to be the one to figure out how to make things fun or how to make yeah. things happen or make up rules. They leave opportunity for creativity. Yeah, which is fine for people who are really creative. good at it or mm-hmm. creative and all that stuff. But then other people who are just like, 
I just want to follow have something. The time for all that stuff. They just want things to already exist. So that they can just follow something. To, exactly. Yeah. Which is understandable because, mm-hmm. like, I, for example, I would say now as adults mm-hmm. with a child, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is hard to make time to do anything. Yeah. Even, guys, I was a huge, huge, like, Animal Crossing person. Like, I would play Animal Crossing once a day for at least two to three hours easily and i haven't played animal crossing in like two weeks and the last time i did i opened it just checked around on my villagers gave them gifts collected a few um fossils and went myself back to bed because i was tired (laughs) and and that took me maybe 30 minutes (laughs) i'm exhausted i don't have time for that Mm -mm. having a baby is hard having a baby is hard Having a baby working full time is hard. Mm-hmm. And cleaning and taking care of the house and cooking. Oh my God. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> do not recommend. No, I'm lying, y'all. I Live recommend. Live with your parents for as long as possible. That is true. Don't have a baby. Um, well, no, do have a baby, but wait. Do have a baby when you're ready, when you yeah. feel like you're ready. Have because a baby. You know what? That's the best decision we've ever made. Honestly. No see, no shade, no cap. Nope. But everybody <coughs> should have a kid. At least one kid. If you really want to. If you really want to. If you feel you're ready. Yeah. That's another thing. You have to be ready. Because let me tell you. A couple of years back, I would not have been ready. Jessica wanted a party. Party and drink and have fun. And what are you doing now? Um, I think we've... Digressed enough? Good, uh, I think we, we had a good t- Twitter talk. Twitter talk training. 30 minutes. A good TT? Good titty talk. Okay. Good titty talk. Um, and now we can move on to Reddit. 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 Let me pull my Reddit. You can go first. Okay. I think I have. Because I went first. I think I have one. Wait. Ooh. This one is weird. And I... Regret? I don't know. You have regrets? My... This is a 24-year-old male. My girlfriend, who's a 23-year-old female... Had sex with another guy, and I'm feeling extremely guilty. Wait, what? You heard that right. Had sex with another guy, and I'm feeling extremely guilty. Why is he feeling guilty? That these are the questions. These are the questions. This is oh, because this is relationship advice. I didn't think. Uh, <clears throat> I thought it wasn't. Am I the asshole? So I was trying to figure out where was the asshole in the situation. Um, but. Anyway, going on. The situation is very hurtful because me and my girlfriend recently moved in together and things were going great. We both had a great relationship with each other's families. Now everyone is upset with me because I asked her to take a break and I'm finishing. And I'm considering. English is hard. I guess. I guess typing is hard because he wrote, I'm considering to break up. Oh, well. So I'm considering to break I'm considering breaking up. We have talked about experimenting with threesomes, which turned us on a lot. We agreed that we would try it twice, once with another guy and once with another girl. We were really both into it. So long story short, we met this guy and we both agreed to do it. After a few drinks, we went home with him. We were really turned on at first, but just before we started, I started getting a bit uncomfortable. And then they started kissing and having sex and after a short while 
it just felt awful. I couldn't even get hard, and it was basically the two of them having sex. It was the most embarrassing thing I ever experienced. They did try a lot to include me, to be fair, which made it even more embarrassing as I couldn't do anything. So I tried to get over it, but I just can't. It was too embarrassing and uncomfortable for me. I'm causing everyone to be upset, and I'm feeling extremely guilty towards my girlfriend because I was in until the last moment, and she even asked me if I was sure before starting, and I said yes. I've never seen her this hurt, and our families are both really upset and asking me to reconsider. They don't know what happened, of course. What should I do? I can go... Can I go on in the... What should I do? Can I go on in the relationship when I feel so ashamed and humiliated by how it went that I can't even watch my girlfriend in her eyes for the embarrassment? Question mark. They don't fucked up. This is uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, slightly so, I would say. Okay. What do I think? What would I tell my friend if they told me this? You fucked up, bro. You fucked up. And I think where he fucked up the most was when she asked him if he was sure. And he said yes. Yeah. Again. Like, the minute, like, in those kind of situations, and I've never been in anything like that. And I purposefully, because I feel like I wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, Why, What do you mean? I, I don't think I'd be able to handle my own emotions. And I don't think I would be okay with it. Why? You think you'd be pissed as fuck? Yeah. For those who are into something like that um i think communication is the most important thing so if she asks you are you sure you're okay with it and you're not mm-hmm. you have to say like from the very beginning you the very first thing you should do if you feel if you're doubting it is say okay that i'm not cool with this anymore mm-hmm. before it continues mm-hmm. that's true because once it happens it's too late the bad thing is now it's like it's ruined the relationship and it's turned into every time you look at this person, all you can think about is what happened. Yeah. So your relationship is never going to be the same. Yeah, exactly. So going into, going into the comments real quick. Uh, many people have tanked their relationship by involving someone else in sex without thinking about it enough beforehand. Take some comfort from the fact that you aren't the first to make that mistake. Sorry about your relationship, though. The Daily fucked around and found out here. Um, still amazed how many people just wing it with the situations before setting boundaries and having a plan in place. Curious if his girlfriend saw he was uncomfortable and still banged the guy anyways. Um, someone then said, I personally know I could never deal with bringing someone else into the bedroom regardless of gender, but for the life of me, I don't understand why people who do think they're interested don't like get their feet wet first. Like, I don't know, maybe go to a club and watch your partner make out with someone first or then go back home and both talk about how you felt about it. Why is it always straight to sex? You can't come back from that, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because now if you didn't test out the waters before you did it, now it's kind of like, well, you went all the way without even testing it. And now it's it feels like this person cheated, even though it's something you guys both wanted to try. Yeah. If that makes sense. And then... It wasn't like a test trial. It was like you went full on. You bought the fucking... um, What's that thing called? The subscription. The subscription. You bought the subscription. The yearly yearly subscription. subscription. Spent $200 on the yearly subscription. And now you're fucked. And paid annually too. Not even paid monthly. Paid annually. They paid straight. Straight straight 200. Flat 200. 
250. Yeah. Yeah. Screwed up. Um, another point that they, someone else made is like the girlfriend probably noticed how he couldn't get into it, but had sex with oh, the guy yeah. anyway. I feel like I would be too concerned with my partner's comfort over my own horniness. And I'm like, yeah, like what the fuck? She did not give a fuck. No, the thing is with that too, I feel like it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's really uncomfortable as the other person, as the girlfriend. I think it's really uncomfortable that she even thought that that was okay. To continue even knowing that or seeing that he wasn't okay with it, like turned on about it, something was happening, meaning he was probably not okay with it, yeah, or he felt uncomfortable, or something was happening that he he wasn't turning him on. So, what does that mean? Don't freaking continue, right? That's like she wanted to cheat, it's that simple. Either she wanted to cheat or or she liked what was happening, yeah. Anyway, what about your story? I was, I've been looking for one, you haven't found one, no, not a single one. Am I the asshole for wanting to put our baby daughter in the basement? What the fuck? That you are the asshole. Am I the asshole for calling my girlfriend disgusting and telling her she should be ashamed when she was crying? I'm a 40-year-old man. Oh, Jesus Christ. And my girlfriend of a year is 38. She has a daughter from a previous partner who was 14 and a freshman in high school. Okay, I, I have a feeling now that he might not be the asshole. What if she might be the asshole to her kid so he and then she started crying about it when he called her out on her shit that's what i'm guessing i went over there yesterday to find my girlfriend crying i tried to figure out what was going on and where i can help when she told me she was crying about her daughter and how she is doing in school i love her daughter she's the sweetest girl ever i wish my daughters were as well behaved as her i have to describe her daughter she has a nice friend group does not have trouble with bullies and generally seems very happy i bet you're wondering why her mother would was crying if this was the case her mother my girlfriend was crying because her daughter is not the popular athlete cheerleader homecoming queen that she was in school her daughter marches to the beat of her own drum which i think is the best anyone can hope for yes she's a little bit dorky but her own mother referred to her as a loser during her this crying fit she's very into anime her and some friends actually started an anime club in their school oh pokemon and video games Mm-hmm. most of her wardrobe is black t-shirts with anime or video games characters on them again she's a happy kid she's got her social circle who all have similar interests it's just not the circle her mom wishes she was in here's some quotes from her during this that turned me red i never would have imagined my daughter would be a dweeb she needs to grow out of this before college and my personal favorite i wouldn't have been caught dead with kids look that look like that I called her disgusting and I told her she should be ashamed of herself. I said her daughter is happy and how would she feel to hear her mother crying about her perceived popularity? I told her how lucky she has she has it that her daughter doesn't deal with a lot of the issues kids these days have. This ends with her being upset with me because instead of consoling her she was while she was crying, I called her names. I don't think the crying means anything. She was saying horrible things. Is he the asshole? No. No, he stood up. He stood up for somebody that's not even his kid. Yeah. That bothered me. That upset me. That triggered me. I feel triggered. Why? Did you feel like you were a dweeb in high school? The thing is, I'm still a dweeb. Me too. The thing is, okay, so look, I'm very social. I am a very social person. Mm -hmm. I am. And 
I never really thought, I never really like thought of myself as like titled myself as a dweeb or as a dork or as emo or goth or anything like that in the sense of like yes I have a specific style I like because I do I I still as an adult I still like dressing a little more edgy um and I prefer my black and I prefer my my dark makeup and my dark lipstick and you know so on and so forth and I really like rock music but I do like hip-hop but I really like rock music and I love anime and I love reading books and manga and all that crap, right? But nerd. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up. But I do like to say that that never stopped me from having a good amount of friends. Yeah. I was still very social no matter what my likes were, you know. I still had a good group of friends. And even outside of my group, I still talk to people outside of my group i still had friends outside of my group that didn't have anything to do with my close group of friends like in high school for example i had i think it was like five of us in that little group that were really really close and we spent all throughout all four years of high school together and i still had friends outside of that group from different classes and they didn't like everything i liked and not even my little tight group of friends like everything i liked but that didn't stop me from having friends yeah friends that were cheerleaders friends that weren't cheerleaders friends that were in um dance friends that weren't friends friends that were in band yep so and you were better for it <laughs> that mom was a hoe yeah that mom yeah mom's a hoe literally that mom mom was a that mom's a loser because how can you say that about your own kid? For real, bro. And then, like, she's crying about it. Like, you know what? You're calling your kid a loser. You're the loser. She's the loser. You're a loser for thinking that it's important for your for your daughter to be have a popular have a lot of popularity and be a cheerleader. No. Yeah. It's the fact that she's happy and she has friends. Exactly. And they're and she's a good kid. She's good in school. She doesn't cause trouble. So why are you worried? What did the comment section say? I didn't look through the comment section. Let's look through the comment section. Um, not gonna lie, I had my mind made up when I read the title, but her words are absolutely disgusting. Having a happy, healthy child is what her focus should be, not her popularity. Don't ignore her words, though. She's just shown her true colors. Agree. I thought this guy is a asshole. Yeah, not at all. Long as, as long as the daughter is safe and happy and healthy, it's all good. I had a stroke trying to read this comment. Because <laughs> they wrote... T A dot 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 I guess they didn't want to say ass. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, dot dot dot. Not at all. Dot dot dot. Long as the <laughs> But I read it properly, so I don't understand why they were having a stroke. Mm-hmm. Um agree that the original poster is not the asshole here. Initially I thought he would be the asshole, but after reading the post, he actually wasn't at all. As long as the daughter's safe, um, and healthy and happy, the mom has no cause for complaint. And she's in fact who's the one who's acting like the asshole in these circumstances. So everybody seems to agree that she is indeed the asshole and he's not. Okay, y'all. We've got into the part of what's on your notes. What is on your notes? Who's going first? You can go ahead. Okay. Um, so I have topic number one, breastfeeding. And where is it okay to, to do it? Where is it okay to breastfeed? I feel like it should be anywhere. And I will... 
make my point and why. Go ahead. One, I'm not exposing my breasts in public for people to look at it. I'm literally doing it so my child can eat. Free the nipple. Literally. I don't want, I'm not doing it so people can look at me. One, it feels creepy as hell when people are looking at me and I'm trying to feed my child. Don't stare at me. Two, I don't think I should need to cover up as much as I, I do mm -hmm. just because of the fact that I know some creep is going to look at me while I'm trying to feed my child. Mm -hmm. It's like my boo is not out here so you can stare at it. It's so that my, my baby can eat. Literally. So, like, I've gone at least everywhere I've done it so far. I haven't felt super uncomfortable except mm -hmm. at the mall. I didn't feel comfortable at the mall. Not 100% really? comfortable. When, when did you do it at the mall? Remember we were in the the food court? Mm -hmm. I tried to do it. Not the food court. The thing in between Forever 21 and the cookies. Mm -hmm. I tried to do it when you were walking to, to Air Apostle to look at the clothes. Mm -hmm. But it was uncomfortable. Because I didn't really have much to cover. You have to carry that thing around. It the little cover. I know, but it's annoying for baby. And it's annoying for me too. It's just kind of uncomfortable. And then also, like when I... I breastfed at your brother's um, New York New Year's Eve uh -huh. correction New Year's Eve party. Uh -huh. um, I was a little uncomfortable only because of the fact that I was surrounded by strangers. Yeah, and baby kept uncovering me. That I was covering. Yeah, I was covering him. Remember, I was covering my boob, and he kept uncovering it. Yeah, he would grab the thing and like lift it. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, brother, I'm trying to cover the boobie. Yeah. So that's another thing. It's like, I even when I try to cover myself, sometimes it's hard because baby won't let me. Because now he's in a, this stage where he just wants to grip everything and pull it and throw it. Throw that it around. True. Yeah, that is true. He wants to whack it around. He does. He really does. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I agree. You think so? I think so too. Because at I, least when I've gone to my family members' houses... Yeah, when I, believe, when I went to my cousin's house or slash my grandma's house, whatever, and or my mom's house... I don't feel uncomfortable doing it. Or your well, mom's house. house. I, but yeah, but Bubby, even family can sometimes be creepy. I got yeah. But right. I haven't felt uncomfortable. And then in the mall, I felt kind of uncomfortable. But that mall is really good because they actually have like a little um, nursing room. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty, yeah, pretty that was cool. Pretty, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> to see that. Mm -hmm. And um, then yeah. my other note is transitioning baby from um the bassinet to the crib we recently did that mm -hmm. and yep. i think that was the best decision ever even though i had a really easy. i had a really hard time mentally giving up the bassinet i think you had a harder time than he did he was yes <laughs> and i feel like that's because i just i didn't want to let him grow up <laughs> i just felt like i was like putting him into the the, the crib felt like he was going he's through a, a new boy. stage and he's going through like big boy stage. Yeah. And he wasn't going to be so easily accessible to me. But he's only four months old. I know. I know. Almost five. It's hard to, it's, it's easy to forget. He turns he five in three days. I know, but he looks big. In two days. It's already the 14th. In two days. He's, he's very long. He, but he the problem is, it's like, he's still so small. And like, we moved him from the bassinet because he was moving a lot during his sleep. Yeah. And he started already weighing a lot. So it's like, 
he's four but, months and he's weighing 15 pounds and he was moving the bassinet like crazy yeah and then he like wiggles around and he knows how to turn already so i was afraid that he was going to turn and then roll right off not not roll right off but like move the bassinet and it could fall or yeah. whatever the case may be and that freaked me out i was like no so we should try it and he did so good uh-huh he's still sleeping his full eight hours perfectly fine and everything and Marcos just gets him and brings him to the bed when he starts crying. But that's when he wakes up to eat. And I just, you know, so put you him on the like boob. Four or five in the morning. Yeah, put him on the boob and he knocks out. Yep. And then he doesn't wake up until like, well, during the week now at like 8.30, I have to wake him up to feed him. Mm-hmm. But on the weekends, he sleeps until he wakes up. I let him sleep in. I let us sleep in. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, because. I need to sleep in tonight. Yeah. And then, yep, yeah, that's, that's the process wasn't that bad. No. And we're using camera and everything so we can watch him. So, the and best. that camera is pretty good because we can, you know. It's the best freaking thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, having those cameras to monitor the baby is the best thing ever. I yeah. feel like those monitors that you used to use before, which was just like the little walkie talkie. The little walkie talkie. Would God. stress me the fuck out. For real. That's what my mom had, I think, for a baby. Imagine K people. Huh? Imagine cave people. That didn't have walkie talkies. They didn't have anything. They probably just slept together in the same bed. In the, in the same, same area. Bed, the same stone slab on the freaking cave. In the same area. Corner. In the same area. Yeah. It's not. It's just an area. It's not even like an elevated rock. See, and I was thinking about the the love concept thing that we were talking about. What love concept? The, the how love is the most addictive and dangerous thing. The dangerous mm-hmm. l- drug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was also thinking how love, like, if it hadn't, if it weren't for love, we, the human race would not have gotten, we wouldn't be here today. Cause not it, necessarily. Cause you need, no, because you need to love a baby. That's you need true. to love your baby. That's true. To provide for it. That's true. Not only love your baby, but you need to be like maternal and paternal towards it. Mm-hmm. Cause like you can, or maybe you can fake like you love your baby, but like. But that's the thing, like, love is the thing that drives you to provide for your baby. Properly, yeah. And make yeah, sure so, they're eating. So it's like, sure those parents, okay. so that's, that's when where... When they're crying, go check on them. That's where the question of when, like, abusive parents mm-hmm. or whatever, or neglectful parents say, no, but I love my kid. No, you no clearly don't, you don't love your kid because you're letting them starve or you're not cleaning Literally the diapers properly. Starve, starve, letting them sit in their own piss and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like, that baby, I think it was... I can't remember. It was two kids that they found in an apartment, and one of them was like, their diaper was full of shit. Oh my god! And they were eating, like she was eating her shit. Oh my god! She was like two years old, or no? I just want to talk to those people. I just want to talk to the parents. I want to. I just want to meet them so I can talk. No, I just want to talk to them. The thing is, the the thing with those parents is, at, at least that lady, I feel like she was sick in the head. There's no way. I don't think they're okay in the head, and that's why those things happen. Like, there's no way that you don't love. Why? And then. That's another thing that bothers me. It's like, okay, these people that neglect and abuse their kids mm. don't just have one kid. They have three, four, five kids, mm. and then they neglect and abuse all of them. If you know you didn't love the first one, you're not going to love the second one. Don't have more kids. That's true. Like, don't like, have more what, kids. What was his name? Gabriel? Yeah. Gabriel Martinez. Gabriel Martinez? He had, like, siblings. He had, like, two or he three, three siblings. He had three siblings, I think. Or he was the third child. Sad. It's that most of those kids, they have, like, a lot of siblings. And mm-hmm. their parents just don't care about any of them. Yeah. Because his parents... 
his but mom and his stepdad that, in, that, in that situation like i think he was the only one who they abused yes much. yes but but they still didn't like with the other ones i'm pretty sure they no, just didn't yeah. pay attention to them i'm sure they they weren't like great parents no the thing is i think they were they were they would just pay attention to each other they didn't care about the kids mm-hmm. yeah and the, he wasn't the dad i think right that was the that's stepdad. the sickest shit ever like i cannot understand i'll never be able to understand a parent whether it be a man or a woman who cares more about their partner boyfriend or their partner, partner. Mm-hmm. than their own fucking child that that's sick and that disgusting. trips me out for that, that trips me out because it's for like that either give your child up for adoption or now that i'm a parent like before it already bothered me and it already like pissed me off mm-hmm. that people did that and i i felt really hurt you know that and disgusted because it's like how can someone like another human being yeah. that's like me yeah be like that yeah be so selfish and be so uncaring to something else i literally cry over the stupid shit mm-hmm. and i care about like people other people that i don't even know sometimes on instagram and whatever they're going through because i'm like oh my god they shared it so sad you know and i'll cry and i'll feel sad about it and i can i, I feel like i care you know even though i don't know them i care but yeah. it's like how do these people do such disgusting things such mm-hmm. terrible things yeah. to their own kids never be able to understand no me either they're sick in the fucking head and in reality i don't want to talk to them i want to beat them the shit up i want to kill them beat them the shit up beat them the fuck up yeah i want to punch them to death that's aggressive Uh uh-huh that's that's real aggressive yeah that's what they that's what they make me do they make me crazy like that and it's their fault. It's like, you know what that reminded me of? That lady who killed, I think it was all five, she had five kids. I think she, it was all five of her, her kids. But she had postpartum depression according to people. Oh, yes, I The I one know. that drowned all her I, kids. I think it's Andrea Yates. She drowned all five of her kids. Yeah. One by one in the bathtub. I think one of the, the smallest one was two months old. That was sad. Mm-hmm. That was really sad. Mm-hmm. But see, see, I think that... But that more one was on the sa- for me, postpartum that depression. That is more on the sad side yeah. than the abusive parents yeah no but because i feel like her, her thing, thing was was definitely like mental because not not only was there the postpartum depression but there was the whole like religious aspect of it where it was like the kind of religion that they were practicing it was kind of like a sect almost like a cult kind of thing mm-hmm. and so they didn't do they they didn't do uh contraception so they just kept having sex and then she would keep getting pregnant and she would keep having babies and and that's not something she wanted clearly from the very beginning i think from the very first one she was she had really bad postpartum depression mm-hmm. and they kept telling them you need to stop having sex or you can't keep having kids and they would still keep doing it yeah so and i i've fully placed some of the blame on the, the husband on the husband too yeah. because if they're fucking telling you listen your wife is not okay okay y'all need to stop having kids mm-hmm. and you're still having sex with your like bro what the fuck are you doing bro or like you know what he doesn't it's, give a fuck he doesn't care what? no or you know what it's time to start using condoms no, i don't care that you believe in that or that, not that's against the religion well figure it out that's some bullshit that is bullshit or you know what do you not believe in pullout game bud that's that's fucking bullshit and yeah, it was terrible. I remember. 
from her on her story i definitely do see the whole mental um because y'all postpartum depression is real that shit is hard it's the mental hard. health aspect i get it no it's not for the week it's not for the week so if you the thing is if she was going through that type of sh- of, of depression since the first baby you don't get over it so easily so she probably she never got over it postpartum and then she depression kept... postpartum psychosis and schizophrenia for some time oh she was all fucked bitch. up she was all fucked up between the schizo and the and the depression no bueno and the psychosis you said right yeah she was from houston texas oh my god not houston yep houston houston texas i think that's wild she declined release from mental hospital this was in April 2022. Wow. Yates was charged with five counts of capital murder. Her high-profile 2002 trial made national news. It was pro- broadcast live. Now 57, she continues to undergo mental health treatment. She's still alive, I didn't know. No, me either. I thought she killed herself too. This only happened 21 years ago. Why does it feel so much longer? It does. It feels way longer. Why do I feel old right now? For real. We were alive when this happened. I know. Because I remember hearing about it. I was, no. I was in Cuba when this happened. I was not. I was we already were, here. Yeah, I was in Cuba. So I came in 2003. Uh, I came, came the year after. I came in 2000, so. Oh, you were here for 9-11? Yeah. My mom, I was at home. My mom says she remembers seeing it, like, happen. Not seeing it happen, but she remembers, like, the, the news of that yeah, day. Yeah, my mom does, too, because we were home with her. Wild. That's why my um, mom was still. My, that's why my mom was still. Um, we were home with her because I still didn't hadn't started school, mm-hmm. so she was uh, a stay at home mom. Can you imagine something like that happening again? I think it would now as an adult. I think it would be even scarier. Yeah. Because the thing is, back then, when it happened, I was so small and I didn't understand what was going on, and I just remember my mom like, <sighs> watching the news and crying, but I yeah. don't remember. Like I didn't understand what was going on, obviously, and. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you we learned from it in school, like about it or whatever. Yeah. But I think every year that happened, that it, that nine eleven, like obviously September eleventh, um, when they talk about the memorials and all that stuff, and they'll never forget or whatever. Every year, like I am more emotionally connected to it, and I experience not experience, but like kind of grasp. Yeah, what it actually means. How. Yeah, how, how treacherous it was, how bare, terrible it was. Yeah, how terrible it was, yeah. Um, recently, I saw a video about... Mm-hmm. Um, not a video about, but a video of when it happened. Mm-hmm. And one was from, like, some firefighters that were in like, Oh, wait, I think area. we saw it together. I think they were, like, picking up a manhole cover or something. Or trying to move a manhole cover. And then they hear the noise of the plane and then they look up and then they see the plane hit the actual thing and they're like what the fuck and they start going and then there's another one where they're from a boat and it's like a bunch of people in a boat mm-hmm. in a ferry mm-hmm. and they're like just recording and they're seeing and then they see it happen and then you just hear the people like like the shock and the disbelief like they don't understand what's going on and they're like what the shit like what the hell like there's someone in shock who's just like saying like what the shit over and over again but yeah this is wild the 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 one thing that I, I feel like there's a movie that um, I watch occasionally because I know I can't watch it too often because it gets me really, really emotional. 
and it's called Remember Me. Yes. That has Robert Pattinson in it. And I watch it every couple of years and I have like the actual physical DVD because I really like that movie. It's yeah. it's a really good movie. And me Just remembering being, the reveal. Yeah. Maybe gets to me. Maybe <laughs> the romantic that I am. Uh, I like and I'm I like I don't know why, I just like I like sad movies. I do. I occasionally like watching the sad movies. I like romantic it's, movies, it's but I like catharsis. <laughs> it's the catharsis. I, it is. I I like I like something that helps me release mm-hmm. occasionally, and I feel like the mo- movies help me release <laughs> those, those pent said. up emotions. I hate you. <laughs> they help me release those pent up emotions, like you know that sadness sometimes that I have. I'm Everyone a could girl. use a good cry. Plus, Every I'm I'm just while. a sad girl. I just like sad girl things sometimes. I haven't cried in a while. I could use a good cry. I'll make you cry. Can we? No, I don't want to cry. <laughs> Give me a purple normal. But that that movie like really gets to me every time I watch it. Yeah. Um And spoiler <laughs> alert, if you haven't figured it out, it's about nine eleven. It's about nine eleven. Um, and that movie actually like the first couple of times that I watched it, I didn't really. You never, you didn't know that he was there. No, I didn't understand it. Like if it, okay, so I, 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 I understood the movie, right? I love the movie. It, you know, it's it's great, right? This whole romantic thing that he has going on with but this other girl and all that the stuff. At the but end. I didn't understand. Yes, I didn't understand. I just thought it was like you know when, um, in the movie there's an accident or whatever. Yeah. I just thought that w- that's what it was, and they were just leaving me, in the like air. A, like a cliffhanger. Yes, and I think it was like. Two to three times that I watched the movie, obviously not consecutively, but within a, co- a, a span of maybe a few, like a couple of months, a few years that I was like, oh my God, you know, whatever. And then one day it just clicked. Like yeah. just, it, I didn't have to think about it. It just clicked. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. This is about a fucking 9-11. Oh my yeah. God. And it just... Now that I knew that it was about 9-11, it hit me even harder. Because now yeah. I knew what it, they were trying to portray in the movie. And I was like, oh my fucking god. I forget, I forget how old I was when I saw that reveal. But I, I remember that for me. Um, Did it just I click don't think, for you? I don't think I even like saw the whole movie. I think it was something that I like picked up. Maybe my mom was watching it. And then I just came by and I finished it with her. Now I kind of want to watch it. But... Right? It's been so long since I've watched that movie. But um, I just remember, <laughs> spoiler alert, I remember that when, from what I saw, I gathered that they were in a relationship or whatever. And, you know, like every rom-com, like they... They, they fight. They fall in love. Something happens. Fights. They separate. And then they fall, come back and fall in love again, right? But obviously, like, well, not obviously, but here... It just so happened what that they were in an argument when he left or the next day. No, or like that. so the thing is, they they had gotten together. Mm-hmm. Then they 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 got into a fight because his da- her dad came to her house to his house and beat him up, uh-huh. and they had an argument about that he didn't want to be with her anymore, something like that, and she had left. Uh-huh. And he told no, he told her go go. I don't want you here, whatever. And she's like, fine, I'll go, and she leaves. Mm-hmm. He calls her, or I think either he calls her or he had some kind of conversation with her, mm-hmm. and like they were supposed to meet up or something of the, around that. Like they had fixed pretty much their really not fixed the relationship. But they were like I guess we're gonna work on it. Yeah. And he went and he was supposed to go meet his dad at his dad's office. At his dad's office, right? And he's because he then, his dad was his what, dad she was, was writing him a letter or something. 
no his dad was so his dad was supposed to um go to the office at the same time that he was going to be there at the office <laughs> and they were going to meet up because um he was finally getting his shit together mm-hmm. and he was doing something about his life because yeah. he had been depressed for so long yeah so he was finally gonna do something with his life he was gonna get his shit together and he was he stayed at his dad's office he was waiting in his dad's office yeah in his chair in his desk and, then and the, his dad the scene that got to me though was, was him standing them, them standing at the at the window yes looking and then out they start yeah looking out and, and then, then they, they pull start out, panning out and they pull out and out out and then you realize no what trips me out he's standing on one of the twin yes, towers which what, what tripped me out was and then i think the date yes shows up at the bottom right it does. The, it was when they showed that date for me. Is when it when doesn't. Cl- it didn't it click for me, for me in the beginning. Then when when they pull out and I saw the towers, mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, they you you could set a movie in the Twin Towers pre nine eleven. Yeah, but when I saw both towers next to each other and then they put the date for me, I was like, oh my god. So I, I it didn't process for me right. And the thing is, so he's in this office and his dad and him are finally getting the relationship to be fixed. Mm -hmm. And it it sounds like his his family's getting together. It's looking nice, right? His dad goes to pick up his sister. That's why he's running late. He Mm -hmm. calls him. I'm running late. I picked up your sister so I could drop her off at school, which his dad never did before. Mm. His dad drops off his sister in school. His dad's on his way to the office. Mm. And when he's pulling up into the office... No, I lie. He went to go pick up his sister, and then I believe they're standing outside. No, no, yeah, that's true. He dropped off his his sister, and he's standing outside, outside of his black car. Mm-hmm. And her mom is um their mom was the one that's standing outside of their house, mm-hmm. um of her house, her and her the little sister, mm-hmm. little sister's house, standing outside looking because she sees the smoke and she's like oh my god what's going on and you know and she starts seeing all these people running and walking in the streets and walking towards what's happening and then it pans out to i think it's his best friend or his friend or somebody calls her and tells her and she starts crying yeah that movie is so sad oh my god now i gotta watch it (laughs) anyway let's move on to something more lighthearted. but i don't understand why we went down that rabbit hole I don't know. That was your fault. I'm sorry. Um, Dunkin' Donuts should have a credit card. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> they should not. They really should, though. They shouldn't. They should. No, because you would be hundreds. If thousands. If Dunkin' Donuts... No, you know what? If Dunkin' Donuts came out with a credit card next month, I would probably apply for it. But I would do it right from the very beginning. Good. I would do it right from the very beginning... Regardless of the regardless of the limit, I would only set a a budget, a budget that I can pay off each paycheck. That's smart. Yeah, um, but I think and then they can roll. They can use the that credit card the same way they use the gift cards now. Mm-hmm. Because the way they have set up the gift cards is kind of annoying, because you only get points. I think I think you only get points by using the gift card. So if you pay with a so card, so you have to re yeah you have to reload money onto the gift card and then use the gift card kind of like i think starbucks starbucks is the same thing yeah yeah that's annoying that's fucking annoying but that's just because they want your money in their but starbucks does have for you to scan it without the gift card no you can do that too on the the, oh you can you can use your gift card no but we still get points without the gift card oh 
Yeah, I can yeah. I can just tell them scan scan this and I'm gonna pay with this card. That's it, oh, and I still oh, get points. Okay. Just like that. scan this and I'm gonna use these points, and there you go. I don't think that I don't think that's possible in Duncan. That kind of sucks. Duncan is still, too, Duncan's still better than Starbucks. The thing Sorry. is, ex- Starbucks is more expensive. Too expensive. Too expensive. Cause um, psh, this latte costing seven bucks and it's a medium. Yeah. Mm-mm. Fuck that. It hurts. And then um. Being bilingual is just next level, top tier. You're living a better life. Your brain is bigger. You're smarter. <laughs> Being homolingual is not it. Why? Because you're kind of stuck in one with one language. I don't want to say that anymore. I'm gonna have to cut that out. What? You're gonna cut it out. Yeah, but what if I don't? And what if I'm editing it during while I'm you're not asleep? Do, what, you said you weren't doing that anymore. But who knows? Oh, you're right. Anyway, by, being bilingual is just it. You know, I totally recommend for anybody to learn another language. Honestly, no. The, the, for real, the more languages you know, the better. And It's just cool. It, not only One, is it cool, cool, it is really cool. Two, it lets you be in on inside inside jokes. For example... You just understand more things. No, like, and for example... I love the fact that since I'm bilingual, people will just say things in other languages and I'll still understand it. And I'll just be like, Whoa. oh my well, God, that so, person just said something I understood. So there's there's that, there's that the advantage of speaking Spanish because mm-hmm. us Spanish speakers, no matter where Tenemos you're from... Tremendo swing. Yeah, That's but like yes, but no matter where, what part, like what part of South America or the islands you're from, mm-hmm. you understand each other's Spanish. Technically, yeah. Right. For the most part. For the most part, we use a few different words in the sense of like certain words we'll use different meanings for, but for yeah. the most part, we understand each other. And then not only that, but even like understanding, like for example, my best friends are Brazilian, mm-hmm. and they speak Brazilian. They speak Portuguese, you idiot. No, I speak Brazilian. Search it up. No, you search it up. I know. <laughs> I know I, it's Brazilian. I don't make me search it up. The realize. same way that Cubans speak Cuban. Bobby, that's not... How, okay, anyway. So, they speak Portuguese, and although I... It's not that I don't know a lick of Portuguese, because I know a little bit. I've known them for, like, ten years. I still don't know enough to, like, speak it, but I can understand it. So, when... When I, whenever I went to their house and her parents and stuff, well, their parents and stuff spoke, mm-hmm. they normally all spoke to each other in Portuguese because that's that was their common language between all of them because their mom speaks Spanish and Portuguese, but their dad speaks English and Portuguese. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a mess. So they, they all just spoke Portuguese because it was just easier that way. And when I would go over, they always spoke to each other in Portuguese and not in a rude way. It's just that that's everybody's common language in the household. So, Duh. but when her when their mom would speak to me, she would speak to me in Spanish. Even though I understood her perfectly fine in Portuguese, when she spoke to me in Portuguese, so it was okay. Mm-hmm. So they would talk to each other and I would just listen in and I would understand. So I was fine. I didn't need anybody to translate, even though sometimes my best friends would be like, this is what they said. And I was like, no, I understood. It's fine. And they still do it to this day. Remember when we went to Texas? Yeah. That they still did it to this day. But I understood. And you were still trying to catch on a little bit. But I understood enough yeah. that I didn't need to, like, have a translator. I <clears throat> I understood um, very roughly most of the things that they would say. Because um, Portuguese 
So Spanish, Italian, and Portuguese, I feel like all have the same roots. And they all sound similar. And they, there are all some similarities. <laughs> Although I think there's more similarities between Spanish and Italian. Yeah. I think Portuguese throws something else into that mix. I, I maybe French? Maybe French. Maybe English. Maybe. But... They, they speak, like, most of their words, the only thing that's, like, added is, like, accents, pretty much. Because it sounds, so, like, they say, like, casa is house, but they say casa. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little spice. Yeah. <laughs> a um, little different spice. Yeah. We we add... Um, but then there are words that We add Cajun, they add lemon pepper. Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, there are words that they just, that are different yes. in Portuguese. Um, in Spanish. But yeah, I, I roughly understood. Like, like what? Like shusha? Shusha's scrunchy. Oh, that's just a random word. It's not a random word. It's a word. Not a random word, but I mean like it's a, it's a different word. Yeah. Like in Spanish, chucha's not a, a word in Spanish. Shusha. Shusha is not a word in Spanish. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. So it's a different word. But yeah, being bilingual is awesome. It I is awesome. It. If you're not bilingual, I recommend that you do become bilingual. And what I was trying to say before, but you kept talking. Um, I did, I'm sorry. It's okay. What I was trying to say before is also, like, if there's something that you really like, like, if you like manga, or if you like novelas, like, mm -hmm. Korean novelas, like I do. Or Mexican novelas. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, or Spanish novelas, or, um, oh, or, um, remember when I used to watch or my Cuban Turkish novelas? novelas? Mm hmm So, it's good to, like, learn, um that other language because now you can watch even though you're I, look i watch my korean novelas and my anime all in with subtitles <coughs> in the language but with subtitles because mm -hmm. i want to grasp the language mm -hmm. here and there i want to grasp new things mm -hmm. but i still want to be able to understand what's going on so i read the subtitles but i like to hear the actual you know and that way, while I'm learning, because I'm using Duolingo to learn. Duolingo. While I'm using Duolingo to learn. Become bilingual. <laughs> um, while I'm using Duolingo to learn. Stop being a homolingual. Can you stop interrupting me? While I'm using Duolingo to learn, mm -hmm. I'm also like using the novelas that I watch or the animes that I watch to learn as well. Because I'm grasping it through learning, but also yeah. grasping it through like actual like experience you know watching something yeah you know how we were talking about earlier about my ums and whatnot mm -hmm. i did i just remember this i did notice what you do what do i do <clears throat> you do uh what you do is you try to guess what i'm gonna say now i feel that i feel attacked i don't like that i shouldn't have asked. like sometimes i'll be trying to figure something out about what i'm trying to say and you'll like rapid fire like three or four different guesses <laughs> Not the rabbit. Yeah, like, I'll be like, oh, um. Oh, did you mean this? Oh, did you mean yes, this? Yes, exactly, exactly <laughs> that. So I'll be trying to figure out the thing, and like, you'll no. be throwing four different things that are not what I was thinking. <laughs> so you're making it last longer. <laughs> you're confusing me more. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. Am I annoying? No, it's okay. Damn. Not me being a dweeb. It's okay, your mind weep. Okay, so I think we're good so on that. I think that was a good. Yeah, that was a good episode. We have a lot of stuff, and it's more concise. And does it feel so digressed? Just a little bit more concise. Look at that. We're only, we're only uh, like an hour and forty minutes in. No, and you're probably gonna cut a lot of that off. I'm gonna try to cut all. Uh, 
we have to cut it down to like an hour. Yeah, no, but you most. But you probably are gonna get to cut down because there's certain things that we have to cut down anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that was a good, fulfilling episode. Yes, it was. And it wasn't super crazy long, so I didn't have to throw away an hour's worth of recording. (laughs) Well, we hope you keep coming back to listen to us talk some more smack. And if this is something that you're vibing with, and you know anybody else who could, would, or should be vibing, help them pass the vibe check. (laughs) Tell them about Not Your Average, the podcast. A not family friendly family podcast. Follow and follow us on Instagram. Find us. Good luck. <laughs> and um, just follow us. Yes. And tell us. Just tell us. Tell things. us things. Random things. Mm-hmm. And oh, and follow us on Twitter. We have a Twitter. Our podcast has a Twitter. We each have Twitters, but our podcast itself has a Twitter. Wait, does uh, it not your Instagram too? Then you said follow us on Instagram. I said Twitter. And then you said you said Instagram first. You said look look us up on Instagram. No, yeah, us individually. Oh. Like Marcos and Jessica on Instagram. Yeah, good luck. There's a lot of Marcos and Jessica's. Well, you're always serious Jesse or something. Yeah, always serious Jay. Always serious Jay. And serious as in serious black from Harry Potter. And I'm just Marcos in L five hundred. And on inst on Twitter, we are not your average pod. Not your A V R G pod because I couldn't fit the whole thing. They have a 15 character limit. Wow, what losers! I know. Elon, if you're listening, please change that. I gotta go use that next week. Hey, hold on. We have to I, say bye. Okay, hurry up. I gotta go. Well, see y'all next time, y'all. Bye. Oh, sorry. Let's do that again. Three. Bye. bye.